What's going on, fam? It's your boy Drew with another exciting episode of the Entrepreneur Mindset. Welcome, welcome to um, another exciting episode. So, on my last, uh, on my last, the last episode, I told you guys about you know courage and developing courage and all that good stuff, and I kind of uh, expressed a little bit about um, how I got started as an entrepreneur, and I said I would dedicate the um, you know one of the next episode or so on how I got started. So that's what today is. Today's episode is about like how I got started um, as an entrepreneur. So back in college, um, and I talked about this actually on my blog, right? I also have a blog, andrewlwalker.com. And I talk, I talk a little bit about how I got started just to kind of share that story. Uh, but the site is brand new. There's lots of stuff on there. I still haven't cleaned up you know, um, and I, and I, I still need to go in there and like clean some stuff up. I'm working with a web designer and, and I, but there's some stuff that I need to clean up on the page, but it's still new as of this recording. But anyways, the way I got started in my entrepreneur, I always had like a desire to be an entrepreneur, to be honest with you, like getting into business on my own, because it was just one of those things. I don't know why it was just, I just always had that desire. Um, um, when I started out, I started as a comp- in college. I started out as a computer science major, but after realizing what computer science was all about and the amount of math courses that I needed to take, I switched over to a more um, equivalent uh, major called, which was MIS, Management Information Systems, which is similar to computer science but without all the math. And it also, but it had a heavy concentration on IT and also a mixture of like business, right? Like marketing courses and business and, and stuff like that. So that kind of like gave me uh, my, it drove my desires even more to get into, um, to get into becoming an entrepreneur, right? So I'm going through, I'm doing my thing. There was this, um, there's this organization um, that are geared for, for college students that are IT majors, IT and engineer majors. The organization is called NSBE, National Societies of Black Engineer. And so, um, and essentially what it, what it is, is it's, um, it's like a huge networking opportunity among college students across the nation um, to network with each other, meet up at, at, at major conferences. Um, they, they hold a conference each year where all the black, you know, students, African Americans who are major major majors are engineering and IT focused. Um and and they and they have all these major IT companies that attend. Yeah, it's like a I think it's like a three or four day event. Um and they have all types of different activities that takes place there where you can go and learn. But it's really one huge job conference. Right, you go there and it open up. It opens up an opportunity for you to meet with the big wigs like the Microsoft, the Oracles, the the Lockheed Martin, the, the you know Northrop Grumman's, the, the you name it, Dell's. All the major big IT companies are in attendance. Right, um, um, and it's like it's really, really it's a great resume builder also, um, and you really get to meet some great people. You know. Uh, so each uh, uh, those universities that that does accept um, the organization 
um, pretty much creates its own chapter, right? So it's like a local chapter for um, each university. So one night I was invited by a friend who is like a electrical engineering major. And he was like, hey, man, um, um, we're having like a, a meeting tonight called Nesby. You know, it's, it's for like guys that are like for you and myself that's like in IT. Um, won't you come on out to our meetings? So when I went, it was, uh, you know, it was just pretty eye-opening. It was like all these African-American guys that are, and gals, that are in um, IT. And they're talking about the conferences, and they also have people who, um, and also another great thing about the meetings, um, you know, it gives people outside that are working for for these companies, these big comp- big IT tech companies locally to come out to our meetings to kind of like give us a, a briefing as to like what to expect going into the working world, um, you know, working for a major corporation that's in the space of technology. Um, so it was really, it was, it was, it was a really good experience. It was a good way to network. It was a good way just to kind of like be into that space. Um, and then of course, there's the major national conference that takes place every year. So um, my eyes were open to it. So I became a member. Um, and then about a year and a half or so later, I eventually went on to becoming the vice president at our local chapter. Right. Um, so the president and myself, we we got together and it was our turn to rally up and, you know, get some get some. um get some members because a lot of the members that were there before the years prior, they had already graduated, they graduated and moved on. And they pretty much just kind of like passed the baton onto us. Um, and I was like, all right, cool. I'll, 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 I'll do that. No problem. I'll become, you know, vice president. I think it was like, uh, I forgot how the process worked, how you became a president and vice president. I think I, I, um, I ran for vice president and I won and, um, and I think uh, he ran for president because I don't think I wanted the, the 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 role of president. I wanted to just be like, you know, in the leadership role, but not necessarily all the way president. So, um, hold on here. I'm just kind of making some. My phone is going off, so I apologize for that, guys. Okay. All right. All right. So I'm back. So, yeah. So I was vice president. So essentially, what I did. Um, we, we got together, we got some new members, um, and we needed to think about 10 or more uh, members to, to qualify to go to the national conference. And this would have been my second national conference um, uh, to attend. The first one, I went the year prior, and we went to Indiana. This year that I was that I was vice president, the, the conference was going to be held in, um, in Anaheim, California. <clears throat> now I've never been out to the West Coast before, so I was like, "All right, cool. This is this is good. Um, I look forward to that opportunity to go out to California." Okay, make a long story short, we made it out there. We got a good group of guys together, and and we went out and it, we had a blast. We had so much fun. We went out there. We rented a vehicle, um, and we drove all over LA because Anaheim is like about thirty minutes away from from Los Angeles. We went out there and just had fun. You know, before the actual convention started, which was so we got there like a day before or something like that. And, the, the, you know, the, the, the convention was going to it was going on. But the main event wasn't going to wasn't going to get started until like a day uh, after we got there. So uh, we drove around, had fun. We shopped and 
we went, you know, we went out to eat a whole bunch of different things we did. And it was, we, we had a great time. Um, while I was, I was attending the conference, um, um, I saw something I was, it, it was like all these companies you can go to, they had booths, you can go to the booth and you, you stand in line and wait to speak to a recruiter, you know, a representative of that company. You go out there and you just, you meet all types of people, uh, and you talk to them, you tell them what your major, you tell them what year in college you are, uh, um, you know, what you're looking for in a job. And they say what they're looking for in potential, um, you know, candidates, you right then and there, you can exchange your information with them, with the recruiter, with the company. Um, and the objective pretty much is to, you know, once you have that information and they have your information, it's your job to really follow up with them afterwards just to see if you can even land uh, an internship. Because it starts there. You don't really get a job right away. You, you, you might just, unless you're a senior, of course, obviously, right? But it can land you a really great opportunity for you to get an internship, which is really building your experience, building your um your, your, yeah, your experience and that, that, that credibility that you need to get you into that job market when it's time for you to graduate. Cause one of the biggest things, or the biggest hurdle, hurdles that you'll have as a, as a college graduate, um, is lack of experience, working experience when it's time for you to go out there and get a job. So having an internship, especially with reputable companies like this, man, it's, it's awesome. It looks great on your, on your resume. So I was like, all right, cool. Anyways, I'm in one of these lines, right? And they always have like, you know, uh, giveaways that they have all over magazines, you know, keys, mouse pads, just all types of different gadgets they give away. So, and they give you like a really cool bag that you can put all this stuff in as you're walking around the convention center and you're, 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 you know, that way you don't have to hold, hold all the stuff in your hand. So they give like a, a branded bag that you can walk around with. You can put all your little goodies and, and giveaways in. So on one of these booths, I saw this magazine, right? As, you're, as you know, you're waiting in line, you just you just really want to see like the cool stuff that they have. And I saw this magazine, and it was this it was this kid on the magazine, right? And the and uh, black kid, African American kid, you know, and he was holding a computer that was like open. And like the the thing is that the thing with technicians, we're always we oh, when we're working on computers. We always have like the the tower standing up and we we have like the sides of it open so it's exposing all the the internal components and that's really what he had right there and you could see the internal components because of how they it was turned sideways for the camera to see the insides of the um the the tower right he had he had his hand on the on the tower and he was smiling and it was the title went something like you know um let's say his name was like you know Jacob or something. So Jacob, yeah, 15 year year old Jacob, um, CEO of his, of his tech company. And that magazine jumped out at me. Like it, 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 like it, it, it jumped from the, from the, from the photo and just, just grabbed my attention so much. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, you know, so I was looking at it and I was like, oh my goodness, man, like this is, what? It spoke to me, right? So I picked up the magazine while I was waiting in line and I was just, you know, I skipped right to the page where the kid was and it was saying this 15-year-old kid had his own tech company, his own IT company. And something about that was just, was just like so, um, it was so impressive. And the entire 
time from that moment on, my my desires, my focus, everything changed. I was like, it was at that moment that I knew I needed to go and start an IT company, a tech company. And that's what I did. Now, being the being the the vice president of the you know the chapter, I had to still play the part. So I had to still, you know, go and interview and do all the stuff. But I I I pretty much just kind of like reduced the amount of companies I went to to interview with from from then on. Uh, instead, I just went back to like the hallway, like the sitting area, and just read through that magazine. I read that kid's story, and it was so inspiring. And I was like, man, here I am at like you know twenty twenty one and. I'm in college and this kid, 15 years old, he has his own IT company and it was so impressive to me. Uh, so I knew what my what my decision decision and what my focus was going to be um, going back to back to once we got back here in Virginia. It was like, all right, I know exactly what I'm going to be focused on. Like, seriously, it was so mesmerizing for me, man. Like I knew at that moment that I needed to do something. So I got back here. And, you know, we all talked about the, the great times we had and I made a lot of good people to connect with some people from even back in the day I went to high school with. It was crazy. It was like a lot of, um, it was like a big networking opportunity. So I came back and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to focus on, um, um, and even though we were, I was talking with my, with my, uh, guys and, you know, reminiscing on the good times we had, you know, my focus was, all right, I'm about to get my, my company up and running. So I came back and because I had developed a, uh, reputation of being like the computer guy and I was fixing people's computers. I came back and I, I started a company. I was like, okay, cool. I need to, I need, I need to, um, I didn't officially register it. Let me be clear about that. I didn't, I just needed to find a name to call my company. So the first thing that I could think of was Drew's PC repairs. And I was like, I like it. I like it. Right. So I went with that and I started, um, I started creating flyers Right. So I created flyers um, and I was like, all right, cool. Let me put these flyers up all over campus. Um, I printed the, I printed them on my printer. I think I even went and printed some out on the uh, in the computer labs where I could, you know, they got they got laser printers. I could print a lot more. So I would do stuff like that. And that's how I started getting my first set of quote unquote customers. And back then. I would charge like $20 an hour and, and I thought I was big money, right? But honestly speaking, that's what I would do. I would fix I would fix students' computers and I would charge them like $20 an hour. Um, the most that I would charge would be like 80 bucks if it you know took me like four hours to fix somebody's computers because I knew how to fix computers and I knew no matter what problem they threw at me, I would know exactly what to do to fix that that computer problem. So I would make my little side income here and there fixing people's computers and I loved it. Right. Um, so about a year later, um, I moved off campus, right. And in moving off campus, I had a, I had a roommate, I had a roommate who, who also had his own business that was also a student there at, at where I was George Mason. Right. And, um, I said, okay, cool. He just had this whole energy and swag about him. Like he, I think he was even using the money he was making from his business to help pay for his college education because he lived locally um, so he could pay for that stuff. But he was running like a website. Um, he was like a web designer 
And I was like, yo, bro, like, yo, I, I had never met a real entrepreneur before in person. Just to, to show you my level of like, <laughs> my level of like, um, you know, experience with that stuff. I've never, you know, someone, a real entrepreneur that's like my age, right? And we were literally about, I think we were 21, 22, you know, another African-American. And I was like, dude, what you've been doing this whole time? How'd you start a successful company building websites? And back then, the internet was still fairly new. So I'm like, how you build a business, you know, doing that? And I told him I built a, I started a company doing um, computer repairs. And he was like, that's that, yeah, you're going to be doing too much work. I used to do that, too, when I was 15. I was like, what? <laughs> you know, you're similar to that, that kid that I read about in my um, in, the, in the magazine. But he was um, he was saying, look, man, like, like, yeah, that's too much, man. Like, I just do I just design websites and people pay me. Um, so he saw that I had a real interest in creating a company, but he was so much more far advanced than I was. Um, I sometimes felt intimidated to even go to him with some of my ideas because he would just crush them like, yo, that's just so stupid. That's dumb of, of an idea as an idea. And I didn't know any better because I, I didn't know that, hey, your ideas are your ideas. You know what I mean? Like whatever ideas you have, they're yours. And don't let anyone else tell you, you know, your ideas are dumb or stupid. If you feel strongly enough about your ideas um, uh, as, as far as creating a business around it, then you go forth and pursue that if you see fit to do so. You know, that I just wanted to give a little bit of a, a soapbox moment about that. And it, it, But that's what I was struggling with, with this guy. But one thing he did, though, which I appreciated, is he gave me a book to read called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Right. Um, and that's when I first was introduced to the whole idea of entrepreneurship for real, for real. Um, and really uh, what it means to be successful and wealthy. And it, it really blew my mind. But at this time, I was about I was a senior in college getting ready to graduate. And I was like, why didn't I read this book like years before? Then I would know exactly what to be doing. You know what I mean? Um I would know the trajectory of where I'm going to go is once I graduate, because at this point it was it was difficult to try to bring this business with me, and I I had it I had even changed the name from Drew's PCs Repair to Advanced PCs, you know, because he the same guy here, my roommate, gave me like the he was like, look, man, Drew's PCs sounds just too local. You need to have something a little bit more um, universal, so. I named the company Advanced PCs, which I still have it to this day. Um, and he would and 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 uh, to make it more uh, professional sounding. In addition to the fact, I needed to register that business uh, with the with the local state. So I registered it as a sole proprietorship. I didn't know the difference between sole proprietorship. LLC, S Corp, C Corp, all that good stuff. Um, so of course, you know, today I've changed it to to an LLC. Um, but, uh, but that's really how I got started. That, that's what my, that's how my story began. And, um, from that book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that's the blueprint that I've been following really, uh, to this day to do my entrepreneurial grind. Right. So start a, start a company, start a business, um, and then also become an investor. So, that's essentially what I'm doing. That's the blueprint that I've been following um, ever since then. But it took me a while for me to make that jump, to make to, to take that leap of faith, as I shared with you guys in um, 
in the episode on on having courage. It took me a while because I just I just I didn't know how I was gonna go about doing it. I didn't know how I was gonna uh, make it happen, right? To go out and service like small businesses and stuff. So uh, it took me longer than I than I uh, would have liked it to take. So, uh, but yeah, I eventually did it. But that's how my story began. That's how I got started as an entrepreneur. Wanted to share that so you guys can have a my you know a little bit of a background story on how my journey began. And I'm still on that blueprint. So everything I've learned from that book, and you, if you guys have not read that book, I recommend it. Recommend you guys checking it out. It's like highly recommended for any any entrepreneurs. Um, and uh, yeah, because now I, I still run that IT consulting business, and I'm now investing in real estate. Right. So combining the two plus some other stuff that I want that I'll eventually you know get into. But yeah, that's how my story began. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the story. <laughs> All right. But that's where I'm going to end it on today's episode. All right. So I'll talk to you guys on the next one. You guys keep safe out there. Take care of yourself. And I'm going to talk to you on the next one.